Peng here with the Entrepreneur Source. I am here with Scott over at i4 Search Group. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Doing wonderful today. Wonderful. How are you doing, Melissa? I cannot complain. I'm about the same. Pretty wonderful over here. Uh, so thanks for speaking with me today. I'm excited um, to kind of hear from you the story of the the placement that you had with one of our TS coaches and just in general, like how things are going and, and what you're excited about um, this year and going into next. Before we start, I just want to give you a chance to give us a little background about yourself. How, how did you get to where you are today? Fan, fantastic. Four partners. We met at a, a franchise organization, ironically, um, and we were some of the top uh, top performers in that organization. Uh, wanted something a little bit more, uh, a little bit more uh, recession proof per se, um, and had different a different vision for franchising. And uh, we were all aligned in that. 2019, we launched a corporate company. In 2021, we actually began our franchise journey. And, uh, you know, obviously the first major player was Entrepreneur Source at, at, at bringing them on. So Awesome. So you've been on, you've been on the other side as well. You kind of started in the franchisee's shoes. We, we did. We, we kind of brand ourselves as a franchise organization for franchisees by franchisees. Because, you know, we, even though we are a, a franchisor, uh, we've definitely walked in that shoes. We know what it's like, you know, that knot in your stomach to, to sometimes leave a full-time job and, a cush job with, you know, uh, <clears throat> and start your own company. So we all know what that's like. And that's something that I, you know, I've never forgot from almost 20 years ago. So love it. Love it. So I, and I will certainly come back to that because I do want to ask you more about like your experience and how that translates into, you know, like how you work with candidates and what you would tell maybe other franchisors in the space who haven't been on that side of the fence. Like what, what, from there have you pulled onto the franchisor side. But before we get into all that, I will start on the uh, the recent placement you had with um, Laura Rao, one of our coaches and, and um, your new franchisee, Steffi. So maybe just take us through like Steffi's background and, and how, um, what that was like at the beginning and then how that maybe, maybe what the journey from there to where Steffi said, you know what, I for a search group, you're it, I'm in. Yeah, so Steffi had a, a, a like a data entry background and wasn't exactly our ideal profile, but she was introduced to us through Laura, and we had had um, a, a few good submittals there from from Laura, and we agreed to to talk to Steffi. And um, from the beginning, I was super impressed with her um, and uh, the thoroughness, the attention to detail that she paid, um, paid attention assignments, uh, the ability to to reach out to people and ask great questions. Um, and you know, our relationship grew, it definitely, it, you know, it took a little time. It wasn't like, a, I don't want to say love at first sight, but I mean, it was definitely a, there was definitely a connection right there from the beginning. And, uh, that relationship really grew to where there was a point where, uh, you know, we were convinced Steffi was right for us. And, and obviously, uh, it worked out well, well for her, um, with Laura, you know, Laura was a, a big piece of, of that, you know, I would, I'm a communications person. We're in recruiting. So when, when a candidate interviews, we want to know, I mean, how, how does it go? And so we can relate, you know, to, to Laura's position as well and how, you know, but she was very thorough. She followed up. She kept us informed, not only email, but live calls as well. So it was a, a combination of both. And, um, you know, Laura was, although we kept that piece going with Steffi and Steffi did a great job herself. Laura was extremely instrumental in, in making, uh, being the matchmaker there to, to help make that work. 
Awesome. No, I, I, and I just love hearing all these stories <clears throat> all the time um, because every single one is so different. But what always interests me is, and maybe you can talk about this, what was it about um, i Search Group that really resonated with Steffi? Um, and was she, you, you said it wasn't love at first sight, but what was she, what were her initial reaction to the brand at the beginning? And then what <clears throat> was it about the brand that really resonated with her? The the things that attracted her as she, as she explored uh, multiple franchise opportunities was a the flexibility, uh, b working from home. Uh, you know, so our, our business model is designed. You you can obviously have an office and grow a team there, but is designed to be a, a work from home uh, type environment. And then I would also offer up high profit margins because there's little overhead, meaning not brick and mortar, not equipment. Um, it's the, the profit margins are extremely high. And that I think in the beginning attracted, um, you know, Steffi to the brand as well as Steffi's long-term goals of being flexible and traveling, uh, traveling is a big piece of her life and she needed that flexibility. Um, and that, that work from home. So, um, a combination of, of all of those with, with that flexibility plus the high profit margins. I think that was her initial reason um, to explore i Search Group. And then obviously the connection and culture and uh, things from there, the you know the ability to earn uh, the, the profit margins by bringing on other people and higher profit margins there as well. So it, it all made sense to her. And she's already um, brought... Um, a second person, she, she actually has a, a contractor with her already. So literally a couple weeks out of training. This is amazing. Yeah, I know. Sure. I love hearing the stories, right? She was just like, yeah, we're going, we are doing this. Well, you know what I think is interesting too, is we always talk about income, lifestyle, wealth, equity. Like that's what the coach talks to our clients about right from the beginning. And, and they say like, Hey, what are your goals around these kind of four pillars? If you want to call it that. Sure. And so what I think is interesting is you guys able to show Steffi like, hey, income, income potential, lifestyle, and then the wealth and equity piece. And um, I think it's interesting what you said too, like the initially she was really drawn by kind of that, the flexibility piece, which I think goes into the lifestyle. And then also that income piece, you know, which you talked about, but also you then bring in the culture, you bring in the team and like, so brands being able to talk about their differentiators, being able to connect with the income, lifestyle, wealth, and equity goals of a client is really important. But then it's it's not just that. It's also like, how do they connect with you, your group? Sure. Like, how do you build that? Yeah, I mean, and, and that was the one thing too, like in, in the beginning, um, uh, Steffi had a, kind of a guard up there in the beginning, mm. um, you know, obviously limited, probably had, a, a, you know, that knot in her stomach that I can relate to, but, but, you know, as, as our, the relationship grew and as, as I was more convinced that she was right for I4 search group. And I think as she con was convinced that it seemed to be like a good fit, you know, then it, it goes into relationships and she developed, a, a, you know, some relationships with our current franchise partners and, and myself. And, and like I said, she, she brought on somebody, she actually brought that person to training with her. So. Yeah, wow. right from the beginning. So you you guys set it up. She was excited about it. She was like, yeah. "Nope, I'm taking ownership of this, and we are going for it." Um, which I love. Um, so what? Talking a little bit more about your background as a franchisee, mm -hmm. what do you? You can talk about it specifically to you know bringing the working with Steffi, 
or just in general, what is it that you bring from your franchisee perspective over to um, speaking with potential franchisees, like speaking to your candidates? Yeah, I think the word reimagine um, comes to mind. You know, one of the things that we worked in a, a system that was successful, make, make no mistake about it, it was successful. Um, but we saw some of the flaws, um, you know, and hey, it's a business and I understand that. But the franchisor was, if it didn't benefit the franchisor, then, you know, if, if there was an idea brought from the community, that it wasn't necessarily uh, taken and received very well. And, and that's quite, you know, the opposite for us. Obviously, it is a business, as I stated. But what benefits it from a, you know, from a franchisee perspective? If a franchisee came to us with an idea and said, you know, this is what I think would make my life more simple, more profitable, uh, something streamlined, you know, how does that relate to us? Um, and, and can we help implement that with, you know, obviously not doing all the work for them, but, but at the same time, a combination, does it make sense for I-4 and can we duplicate that process? You know, that was a big, a big piece for us as we looked at our, um, our organization was sometimes, you know, we felt, and, and as we did our homework on franchising, being able to duplicate and streamline a process and, and not all franchise organizations have that ability to duplicate processes over and over and over. And we had all this knowledge in our head of how to be a successful franchisee, but how do we relate that to the people and how do we teach them and how do we give them that knowledge and putting it on paper, systems, organization. And, and that's just a big part of our culture um, from being a franchisee because what worked for us, um, how do we, you know, how do we uh, express that? And then also uh, what we, we saw as, as loopholes and, and, and bottlenecks and trying to eliminate those bottlenecks in a, in a, a staffing organization, a recruiting organization. So. No, I really love the, um, you know, that take on it because, well, first of all, you, you can come to the, to the franchisee candidate and there, you have the same fears that I'm sure many of them express and are going through, like you said, like the knot in your stomach. And so being able to say like, no, no, we built this brand to like address those fears. And I think a lot of people too in franchising, when they think of franchising and going into it, they think of certain things, you know, like you think of food, you think of big, large brands that you see all the time and you don't ever think, you know what? Um, maybe there's something in franchising for me where I can be a business owner, but I can also have a say in what goes on. It's not like franchising takes my entire life and I have no independence. We've never, we've never claimed to be, you know, or want to be the, the, the sharpest, you know, ones that we have all the ideas. As a matter of fact, that's the exact opposite of what we want. We want it to be very, and I, I can't overemphasize that enough, very franchise driven, from their ideas, you know, um, my four, myself and my three partners, you know, we were pretty vocal on our last, you know, last company, not everybody was. So we envision people and we uh, open the door and allow a platform for them to, to be vocal and, and, and share their, uh, you know, visions. And, you know, I'm only two years, you know, right at two years removed from being a franchisee myself. Yeah. Um, so at the same time, and one of my partners is actually still currently, you know, a franchise, uh, franchisee in a, a different system, but so not so far removed when we formed our company, we sat in a room for four days and talked about, you know, what worked, um, what we didn't like, what was our solution for that? 
Um, we got to day three and <clears throat> we had a, an obstacle for long-term growth that just, we couldn't get past and it took us a long time. And, and obviously we, we resolved the issue and, and, and blossomed, you know, from there. So excited about it. Awesome. No, I'm excited to see how you guys, how you guys grow and just excited about like the people that you're going to bring on and, um, yeah, being able to bring others into kind of that mindset and that culture. So going back to just working with Laura, working with Steffi, mm -hmm. anything else in there where maybe there was like a specific obstacle you said Steffi kind of came in a little bit guarded. Um, what was it that helped her kind of bring her guard down? Um, was oh. there like a specific moment or was it just, yeah, something that you guys did? Well, I, don't, I don't know that it was a moment, but I would, I would say that, you know, debriefing, um, Laura did a good job of debriefing after each one of uh, Steffi's calls with myself or my partner, Rob, um, you know, would debrief with us, debrief with Steffi, um, kind of get, you know, what was the common, common thread? What were some of the hiccups? And, and she was that matchmaker. Um, and, and, you know, that was one of the things was we could openly express what our concerns would be, um, <clears throat> you know, if any, but, um, you know, there should always be, you know, we're also looking out, you know, not only for our business, but, you know, when, when people are making those life-changing decisions and investing their own money and, you know, we don't want someone, to, we don't want to be that company that looks and, and someone's way upside down just because that, you know, they made a, a poor decision. So we, uh, you know, we do vet that, you know, pretty well. Um, and Laura was, was that matchmaker that was able to debrief and, and help work through the issues both, you know, I think the issues like there were issues, but, you know, just the concerns, you know, of, yeah. of any concerns normal. and there always should be, um, you know, some concern or pause uh, yeah. when you're vetting, you know, companies, what is, what is it that doesn't settle well and why doesn't it settle well and how do you work through that issue and what's, what's the vision for that? So Awesome. No, I like that you say there should actually be some, yeah. some questions that come up because first of all, it's a, it's like this long-term relationship that's about to be yeah. undertaken here, right? Like, absolutely. I think sometimes too, and I've heard it on both sides, um, from both coaches and from franchisors, where they're like, "I just don't have time to, you know, follow up every single time, or I don't have time to do X, Y, Z." And when I hear conversations like yours, you know, stories like this one, it's like it's actually you're setting the franchisee up for success, and also you're setting yourself up for success as the franchisor. You know, you. First of all, don't want someone to go into the, you want to make sure they have all the, the things that they need, all the knowledge they need. So that they're making the best decision for them. And then also for you, it's the next five to 10 years. So absolutely, you do not want to You take the time you need in the long term. It's going to be worth it. A absolutely. And it's not something, you know, obviously there's a, there's a reason in franchising, there's the cooling down period, but, or cooling off period yeah. for your initial you know, exploration, yeah. but even further than that, I mean, you know, it's, it's something that you should vet and validation with, with current franchise partners. And, you know, you know, I tell people, if you don't have a knot in your stomach, then it's probably, you know, there, there's probably something we need to continue to, to vet there because everybody should, I mean, it's a big life changing event to, to, to buy a business and, and to be a business owner versus working for corporate America. And I like your approach too of, you know, it's not like, let's just rush through the process and get you to like the finish line as soon as possible. Um, yeah, that that's like cause for worry a little bit where you're like, 
have we looked at everything and um and just making sure and again like keeping the person excited about it but also making sure they do have all the things that they need um to make it a really we call it like an informed choice you know it, it doesn't necessarily have to be like good or bad right or wrong but once you make the the choice like know that you're going into the right one and you're going to make it work which steffi 100 percent is making she's like yep this is the right one what, what yeah and what impressed me most was you know we can obviously express you know, what our business is about and success stories, even potentially, you know, uh, hiccups and, and failures um, and stuff like that. But the one thing that impressed me most about Steffi was her research and the, her ability. Mm -hmm. She went out and really dug in um, demographics, really looked at okay. some deep things. Uh, I don't want to say that I wouldn't have looked at, but yeah, that I wouldn't have looked at. And it really, it helped her make, uh, you know, when it came uh, time for her choosing her territory, you know, she switched multiple times because of her research. And, and, and that was, uh, you know, quite uh, refreshing to me. So. Love it. Um, what would you say to another, you know, a brand who is starting to do development or who's in that those early stages of bringing in franchisees? What are like one or two takeaways that you would that you would give to them? Yeah, you know, as, as we, uh, I'll go back to, you know, our, our beginning relationship with Entrepreneur Source, and it was a big deal. You know, we were going to bring on, I mean, we, we claim ourselves as recruiters and matchmakers, and here we are looking to bring on a company that's that's going to be a recruiter and matchmaker. And we're like, what the heck? But at the same time, you know, we, we found it very instrumental because it's people that, you know, that's our claim is we're, it's people that are talking to, we're talking to healthcare professionals every day. And we can deliver people that, you know, a hospital system or a healthcare system can't deliver. Same thing for, you know, entrepreneur source. You know, if you're talking to business owners or potential business owners every day, um, you know, wow, why wouldn't we want to want a piece of that? And, you know, um, the, the biggest piece I would tell someone and is, you know, make sure you paint, uh, you know, a picture of what you're looking for in a candidate. Um you know, do a detailed, thorough job of that. Uh, you know, I would I would offer up that, you know, we probably didn't do a great job of that in the beginning. And, um, you know, as we painted a more clear picture, uh, we've seen the qualities, you know, of quantity and quality of candidates uh, growing, uh, you know, on a daily and, and weekly basis. So. Great, which I'm glad to hear as well. And I think too, it's, um, kind of in the beginning, it's, you know, we'll, we'll talk to literally anyone. Like we just want to talk about our brand, which is great. And you do want to keep an open mind, but also your first franchisees are really important to the brand, Absolutely. you know, well, every franchisee is important to the brand. Sure. Um, but in the beginning, yeah. Finding the people, especially you were saying like, Hey, someone who can maybe ramp up a little quicker or get started. Um, you know, especially, especially in the beginning. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to, you know, your first franchisees are, are definitely going to shape culture and, yeah. and, you know, validation, you know, Hey, yep. they're either successful or they're not successful. And that's going to be a part of the validation process. So it's yep. important that you choose the, the, the candidates wisely. hundred percent. Um, and so, and what are you excited about Scott about the future of, um, I for search group, what you see happening in franchising this year, next year, the next five years, take your pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll probably, say two things, you know, one, I, and I, I say the story every day, you know, we have the ability 
you know, when our first franchise system's built out, you know, there'll be single, single owners and, and we already have about 50% of our partners with multiple territories. Mm-hmm. Um, and having said that, you know, it'll end up being about 55 people and, and franchising changed my life. There's no question it changed my life. I'm extremely appreciative as well. That was one of the big reasons why um, that I wanted to, to franchise I4 Search Group and that I helped lead that division um, is, is because I'm so pa- passionate about franchising. So what am I most you know, excited about in, in the next you know, year or even two is, you know, obviously the growth of I4. We've tripled in size um, uh, since December of, of 2021. Uh, 20, uh, we will triple in size or more than triple in size this year. Um, you know, healthcare, the, the space of healthcare, there's the need for healthcare professionals, um, you know, our relationship, you know, we're, uh, we're committed with, with entrepreneur source. And, you know, we've obviously got our first candidate that that we closed the deal with, but have multiple people that actually fit our profile very well in the mix. And that relationship is growing and, you know, we're just excited about, you know, the potential partnership there and the growth, um, over over the next few years. Amen. I am, I am excited as well. So thank you, Scott. I could talk to you for like a hundred years, but thank you for taking a little bit of time today to chat through not only the recent placement, but also just franchising in general and, and all your knowledge there. So thank you. Appreciate it. It's been a pleasure.